Good afternoon. It's Sunday, the 30th of October. This is the Shipful of Poms Independent Radio Station, and you're listening to Sunday Jazz Lounge. Steeper, find myself a woman, but I just couldn't keep her. Time getting tougher than tough. jingles today so that's why uh, a slightly different uh, introduction there but um, this is the Sunday Jazz Lounge it's the second episode in October because it was a five week um, month and my name's Doug Kay Uh, opposite me is is Mark Lancaster welcome back hello Doug how are you I'm very well and yourself not too bad thanks yeah good good to see you Um, we started off there with uh, Jimmy Witherspoon a track called Time's Getting Tougher Than Tough, and that's uh, from an LP called Witherspoon Mulligan Webster uh, at the Renaissance live recording from 1960 uh, with Jerry Mulligan, Ben Webster, Leroy Vinegar, Jimmy Rolls, and Mel Lewis. So a very good lineup and a very nice album, that. And um, he's singing about uh, 
can't afford to buy pork chops. You know, times are getting tougher and tough. But wait till you get your energy bill through, Jimmy. Then, uh, then we'll know. Yeah, they'll know the difference about time. Absolutely. Yeah. Nightmare. <laughs> I've just had to have a new boiler fitted. Oh, my God. Turn off grand, that one. Really? Yeah. Oh. And now yeah. you've got to pay uh, for the bills as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, times are getting tougher and tougher at the moment, but I'm going to try and take your mind off that with some really good music today. Got a, a real mixed bag, as usual. And uh, first up, uh, Curtis Amy. Uh, he was born in uh, Houston, Texas, on the 11th of October, 1929, a tenor sax player. And I'm um, going to play a, a track called uh, Gone Into It from his 1961 album called Groovin' Blue uh, that he made with Frank Butler, the drummer. And it also features Carmel Jones on trumpet, Bobby Hutchison on vibe, and Jimmy Bond on bass. <laughs> Thank you. 
when my man starts kicking, I let him find another home. Put on my best clothes and walk the streets all night. Go home and put my man out if he don't act right. Wild women don't worry. Wild women don't have the blues. We started off there with uh, Curtis Amy and his all-star lineup there. And uh, then that was followed by Nancy Harrow, a singer-songwriter. She turned 92 a few weeks ago. Um, she was born on the 3rd of October 1930 in New York. And that was the title track from her 1961 debut album, Wild Women Don't Get the Blues, uh, which was originally, originally written and performed by Ida Cox in the 20s. And I'll have to bring her version in, actually, because that's a really good version uh, too. And a good lineup on there too, uh, Buck Clayton, Buddy Tate, Kenny Burrell, plus many, many more. But nice album that, and glad to see she's still around. And um, next up, uh, Duke Robillard. He uh, turned 74 in October, October the 4th, 1948. Uh, he was a founder member of Roomful of Blues and was also a member of the Fabulous Thunderbirds. And he plays a good mix of blues, jazz, swing. And um, he, I was supposed to have his new album was supposed to be delivered to me today. Um, but I checked just before I came out, and they said between 4.45 and 7, so <laughs> probably be on the mat when I get home. But um, I dug uh, one of his, uh, his other albums out, uh, and uh, this track's called Cadillac Slim, and it's from his 1988 album uh, just called Swing, and it features uh, Scott Hamilton on tenor sax. Thank you. 
We started off there with Duke Rublard, and uh, I will bring in his new album next month. As I say, I was waiting for it to come and land on the door, but it's obviously arriving late. And um, followed uh, Duke Rublard up with Arturo Sandoval, a trumpet player from Cuba. And in uh, 2001, his uh, life was dramatised in a in a film called For Love or Country, um, the Arturo Sandoval story. And uh, Andy Garcia played the title role in that. And uh, the track I just played there was his take on Blue Monk. And it comes from his 1988 album, Straight Ahead. Uh, it was recorded in London and produced by Pete King. And a uh, nice track that. I enjoyed that. You liked it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I like that. And lovely trumpet, lovely pit piano as well. That? Yeah, very good album. And um, next up, I'm going to play uh, Margie Day, uh, who was an R&B singer. Um, she had a success in the 50s and 60s born in Virginia, and uh, she joined a local band, uh, the Griffin Brothers, and recorded with them for a few years before leaving uh, to record mostly solo, and then gave up altogether in the mid-60s. Um, but this this track's uh, called Little Red Rooster, and uh, was released in 1950, and is backed by the Griffin Brothers. <laughs>
these old hens will get him and give him diamond rings.
We started off there with uh, Margie Day and that uh, little Red Rooster track with the Griffin Brothers. And uh, after Margie Day, we had uh, Jelly Roll Morton, uh, the ragtime and jazz pianist and band leader and a composer. And that track was called uh, Gambling Jack. And that was recorded in the 1920s. And then we finished off there. The last track was uh, Earl Father Hines there, a track called Blues for Garraway. And it's a very unusual track there. I really like it. It's got Heinz on piano, Floyd Smith on guitar, and Eddie South on violin, which is uh, quite unusual for, for uh, Heinz to have that sort of backing. And uh, that was recorded in 1950. And um, next up, uh, Boston-born Ken McIntyre. Uh, he was born on September the 7th, 1931. Uh, he had a very long uh, recording career um, as a solo artist and as a sideman. Uh, but spent a lot of his time in between recording uh, as a teacher. And the track I'm going to play is called uh, Geo's Tune, uh, recorded by, uh, re um, sorry, written by George Howard. And that was uh, from an album that's just been reissued. Uh, uh, it was released in 1960. Uh, it's called Looking Ahead. And it features uh, Eric Dolphy, Walter Bishop, Sam Jones and Art Taylor. So, uh, yeah, this is, the, this is that track, Geo's Tune. Thank you. 
We started off there with uh, Ken McIntyre and then after that, Julia Lee there, the uh, singer-pianist uh, who tomorrow uh, would have been 120 years old. She was born on October the 31st, 1902. Uh, raised in Kansas and uh, recorded from 1927 up until the mid-50s. Uh, a lot of her tracks were very uh, risque, to say the least, but uh, that track was called The Last Call for Alcohol. And it was released in 1955 uh, from an album called um, Party Time. And uh, you're listening to Sunday Jazz Lounge here, uh, part of the Ship Puller Bombs independent radio station on www.sfob.co.uk. We're coming to you live from the heart of Leon C. Um, if you'd like to be a, a patron for our station uh, and maybe contribute uh, a few pence to us, uh, we'd be very grateful. It helps pay the bills here as the uh, energy bills are going up and uh, we have to pay all sorts of license fees and everything. Um, you can go on to a site called patreon.com on www.patreon.com. Uh, that's P-A-T-R-E, Patri... P-A-T-R-E-O-N. That's the one. Patreon. Patreon, sorry. My uh, spelling is not what it used to be, and it didn't used to be very much in the first place. Um, but, yeah, if you can spare a few, Bob, we would very much appreciate it. It just helps us uh, keep the, the station going. And check out the website for all the fantastic programs uh, we've got uh, lined up. They're all different types of music. And while, uh, while I'm on that subject, uh, a few weeks ago I, I recorded a pilot show that we're going to put out 
uh, next week on Saturday the uh, 5th of November on Bonfire Night. So I'm hoping it will go off with a bang. Um, it's going to be completely different from jazz and uh, there's more about it on, on the day. I, I shall put out on Facebook or Twitter if you're into that and I'll say more about it then. Um, and now uh, we come to the point of the show where I hand over to Mark where he picks a, a record of his choice. So I shall park th pass the microphone over to him. Thanks very much, Doug. Yeah, uh, this track this time is a, a record I first came across about 1987, 88, probably 88, somewhere like that. Um, it's a uh, record that was played in the jazz dance clubs. There was lots of stuff that I was into at that time and still love now was from around that kind of time. And this is uh, this is Pat Longo's Super Big Band, mm -hmm. and it's their version of uh, the Barbara Streisand song "I Believe in Love." <laughs> Empty spaces where there used to be a soul inside. Nothing and no one ever gets to them. Seems the wind could blow right through them. Believing in God that never knew them. I believe in love. I believe in love. I do. Yes, I believe I'm feeling good. And I'm feeling love. Well, we're you got to hurry Monkey do what monkeys see You're on a one-way street And you're speeding Missing the signs you should be reading Passing things you'll later be needing I believe in love I believe that nobody saw me Always knew it Nobody told me I believe in someone told me I believe in love I believe in love I do Yes, I believe I'm feeling good And I'm feeling love
Oh, that's the Pat Longo and his super big band there. Uh, Pat Longo is an American band leader and sax player. Um, and on that track there, you, which is off the album Chain Reaction from 1979, you had Bill Perkins on soprano sax, Lou McCreary on trombone, and the, the really, really fantastic vocals of Stephanie Caravella. I think she had an amazing voice. Really, really good. Yeah, I enjoyed um, that. Fantastic. And that was written. That tune was written by Alan and Marilyn Bergman and Kenny Loggins. Oh, blimey. There you go. I think Kenny Loggins probably wrote the words to that, which is all, I don't know, might play the music, I don't know. One of them he did. <laughs> no. But yeah, Ke I was quite surprised to find that Kenny Loggins wrote that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a nice track. Yeah, lovely. I enjoyed that. Very uh, 80s uh, sounding. It um, made me want to put on my baggy jeans and yeah. baggy sweatshirt. It's got that kind just of... just realised I've uh, actually already got them on, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's got that kind of... Uh, Concord jazz type feel to it, yeah, you know, that kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're very West Coast. Yeah, nice. Thanks for bringing that in. And um, right, we're now we move on to the uh, rhythm and blues uh, section of the show, and I'm going to kick off with uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. He was uh, born in Dallas on October the third, nineteen fifty four, and um, a track I'm going to play is called "Look at Little Sister," written by Hank Ballard, and this is from his third studio album that was released in nineteen eighty six called "Soul to Soul."
Some days it feels like a long, lonely ride. 
our blue sequence there we started off with uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan uh, with Look at Little Sister and then uh, we followed that with uh, Martin Harley and Daniel Kimbo Feet Don't Fail Me and that featured uh, Jerry Douglas on Dobro and um, Martin Harley is uh, he was born in Wales in Cardiff and that uh, he's a sing-songwriter and a slide guitarist and he's been playing and touring for over two decades and uh, has recorded about 10 albums. And uh, that one, that track there, If You Don't Fail Me, was from his 2017 LP, Static in the Wires. And uh, after Martin Harley, then, we had uh, Victoria Spivey, who was born in Houston, Texas, on October the 15th, 1906, and uh, died October the 3rd, 1976, age 69. And uh, that was from a 1962 album called Victoria and Her Blues and it was the first album re released on her own label, the Spivey label and the track was called Cool Papa and it featured uh, Eddie Barfield on alto sax and Pat Wilson on drums and then we had the Brothers and Sisters of Los Angeles doing Mr. Tambourine Man uh, from 1969 album Dylan's Gospel uh, that was uh, produced by Lou Adler and uh, that had uh, sort of the cream of uh, uh, American uh, singers on there, Mary Clayton, Gloria Jones, Clyde King, Edna Wright, uh, Patrice H Holloway, and many, 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 many others. And uh, Mark liked that one, didn't you? He was- uh, Oh, that's my that. track of the night. I think that's brilliant. A, that's yeah. the one so far, isn't it? Yeah, uh, really, really good album. I, I mean, I bought that back in the day in 1969, and uh, I'm glad they reissued it on vinyl again, because mine was completely worn out. 
And, and then we finished off there with Wynoni Harris. Uh, he was uh, singing fronted uh, the Lucky Millinder Orchestra on that one night train. And it was recorded on the 25th of June, 1952 in New York City. And uh, next up, uh, Jimmy Heath, who was known as Little Bird. And he was born in uh, Pennsylvania on 25th of October, 1926. Uh, he played tenor and alto and also flute. And he came from a very musical family. His uh, brother, Percy Heath, played bass and Albert Heath played drums. And uh, this track's called The Thumper. And it's a title track from his first album released on Riverside, 1959. And uh, features Nat Adderley on cornet, uh, Wynton Kelly on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, Curtis Fuller on trombone, and his brother Albert on drums. A terrible lineup. Isn't it shocking, eh? <laughs> right, yeah, so go ahead. This is The Thumper. Thank you. 
we started off there with uh, Jimmy Heath and then followed up there with Clark Terry, uh, that old Black Magic, uh, written in 1942 by Harold Arlen, and lyrics added by jo Johnny Mercer later on. And that was from a 1957 album called Serenade to a Bus Seat, uh, unusual title, uh, but an all-star lineup uh, with that. Um, also, Winton Kelly on piano on that uh, album as well. And um, had uh, Clark Terry was on trumpet, Johnny Griffin on tenor, Paul Chambers on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums. And uh, now we're switching from 33 to 45 RPM. And I'm going to play a track uh, by Sonny Terry. Uh, he was born on the 24th of October, 1911. Uh, he's a great harmonica player, one of the ones I really loved when I, I first started listening to blues music. And he could almost uh, make his uh, instrument talk, you know, like another voice. And uh, I was talking to a, a, a musician, a really good musician friend of mine, uh, Mick Wilshire, the other day, who's uh, local from down here originally, but uh, now lives over in uh, Albuquerque. And I um, was talking about uh, Sonny Terry, and he showed me he has the actual harmonica that uh, Sonny owned and played. Uh, and um, he now, he proudly owns it. He's got it sort of, uh, you know, in a case with a document verifying it and everything. And he found it along with a friend of his called uh, Stan Behrens, Be Be sorry, uh, another musician who played with many uh, uh, people over in America, including Willie Dixon. Uh, he played with Canned Heat for uh, about a decade, uh, Jimmy Smith, and uh, has also been with the band War uh, for a, a dozen years or so. And uh, I was talking to, as I say, talking to Mick about it, and um, I said I'll dig out the track Key to the Highway because he was uh, convinced that that... Uh, that particular harmonica was played on that track, but I was looking. I didn't have a lot of time to get stuff together for this show, and I was looking for Key to the Highway and couldn't find their version. I could only find uh, by uh, uh, Little Water. So um, I dug out another track by Sonny Terry and Brownie McGee, which is uh, equally as good. And it's from a little EP I got in uh, Colette's shop, uh, which was used to be in New Oxford Street back in the day. Uh, they had a little basement shop there that sold folk, jazz and blues records and I bought this EP down there and uh, this track's called Blues on the Highway and uh, as I say, it's Sunny Terry and Brownie McGee. My mama had em, my papa had em, and I got em. my mama had em, my love had em. Guitar on my shoulder, I started walking. Walk on away, boy.
Started off there with Sonny Terry uh, for my mate Mick Wilshire over there in Albuquerque, and uh, his friend, his friend Stan Behrens, who are going to lovingly hold on to that harmonica that belonged to Sonny Terry forever, I should imagine. 
And then that track followed up there with uh, Lynn Cornell. She was an English uh, pop and jazz singer, uh, best known for being a member of the Vernons Girls and appeared on a lot of TV shows, uh, Oh Boy, and, uh, in 1958 and 59. And she went solo in 1960. And uh, her 1960 recording of Never on a Sunday reached number 30 in the UK single charts. And um, also appeared, say, many times on television. Uh, she was on Shindig in 1964, Just for Fun in 1963, Thank You Lucky Stars in 62, Big Night Out in 1961, and Parade in 1960. I don't, must admit, I don't remember Parade. I know all the other ones. Uh, and in 1972, uh, her and Anne Simmons, who uh, was originally named O'Brien, uh, who were both part of the Vernon's Girls, uh, had assistance from the record producer Phil Swern in forming a band called The Pearls, a duet. Uh, and uh, they were I big in the 1970s. They were quite uh, popular, and they released a total of 12 singles, uh, the most successful being a track called Guilty, which is excellent, actually, and it reached number 10 in the UK charts in June 1974. And if you ever listen to that, you... Uh, familiar with Banana Armor uh, track um, Love in the First Degree, you'll probably see where exactly they got it from. Um, but that track was from 1962. It was Moaning. It was the actual the B side of uh, her single African Waltz. Produced by Jack Good. Yes, that's right. And you were telling me you've got the, uh, African Waltz back by Moaning by John Dankworth. John Dankworth Orchestra, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's strange. bizarre. It's on uh, Columbia. Oh, right. Yeah, but it's just, it's just strange at the, the same two tracks. Exactly, yes. Yeah. But your one's worth a bit more than mine. Oh, okay. And this is your track of the night now, That's my track yeah, of the night. I, like that. I really like that. That's yeah, great. Yeah, it's a great, great Right question. on my street. Yeah, good, good. And uh, next up, we got Diana Dawes, uh, born Diana Mary Fluck. I wonder uh, why she changed her I name. I know, I was wondering that, you know, because it's such it's a... perfectly a good name. Yes, no, but um, I think they wanted to... Um, Apart from the obvious reason, she wanted uh, the DD, a little bit like MM for Marilyn Monroe because yeah. of her blonde bombshell type uh, appearance. And she was born on the 23rd of October 1931. And the track uh, I'm going to play is called Point of No Return. And that was uh, from a 1960 album called Swinging Doors. And uh, Swinging Doors relates to the music on the album. Uh, that it was all swing type music. And not as someone else suggested, uh, it was... Uh, related to 10 Downing Street. <laughs> but, um, she was a very good actress, actually. Didn't get the credit that she deserved and made some very good films uh, like Unholy Wife and Yield to the Night and stuff like that. But she was sort of typecast again, wasn't she? Well, yeah, by the time she became that kind of... She was in sort of um, almost like semi-soft porn stuff in the end, wasn't well, she? Yeah, I mean, so not by come, today's come, come, play yeah. come play with me and things like that. And yeah. She was She was in the... Was it um, one of the Edamant? Yeah, that's Prince right, Charming, yeah. I think yeah, she was Prince in Charming, yeah. she was in that as well, yeah. But um, her sort of career got ruined when she went to America and uh, had an affair with Rod Steiger, and uh, she was sort of branded as the guilty party in that, although she wasn't. And uh, as she was about to make a, her name over there, she had to leave the country. Wasn't she married to, was it Alan Lake? Yes, that's right. And he yeah. was a bit dodgy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah. He I was think he dabbled in sort of the underworld and whatever. Yeah, they were friends, a bit yeah. like the uh, Barbara Windsor type. Yeah, uh, so all that, all that crowd. That connection, yeah. yeah. But I, I liked her. I think she was a, a good actress. And this is a good album. I've got this album. Yeah, too. it's it excellent. Yeah, so this is uh, Dinah Dawes and uh, Point of No Return. Say that love's an almanac You 
must go on, you can't go back. For when you're in love, the one sure lesson you learn is simply love is just the point of no return. You lead his arms, you think you're free, but honey needs a honeybee. And back you will fly, his kiss your only concern. That's where you find you've reached the point of no return. You fight the feeling that keeps stealing up your spine. You never admit that it was really quite divine. Down deep in your dreams, you hear his voice echoing low. Why not give in? Let yourself go. The night goes by, and after all, you think you were a fool to fall. But long will the flame of love continue to burn. Because you've gone beyond the point of no return. the point of no return you fight the feeling that keeps stealing up your spine you never admit that it was really quite divine down deep in your dreams you hear his voice echoing low why not give in let yourself go the night goes by and after all you think you were a fool to fall but long will the flame of love continue to burn because you've gone beyond the point of no return
fingers in my hair That's like come here to stare That strips my conscience bare It's witchcraft And I've got no defense for it The heat is too intense for it What good would common sense for you do? An ancient pitch But one I wouldn't switch Cause there's no nicer witch than you Diana Dawes kicked uh, that little section off with Point of No Return. Uh, then after that, uh, to celebrate John Lennon's birthday, he was born on the 9th of October 1940. Uh, that was the London Jazz for Please Please Me uh, from their 1967 album, uh, Take a New Look at the Beatles. Another one you quite like there, Mark, wasn't I it? I like that. That was really good. Yeah, good. I'm glad you like that. And then we finished off there with uh, Chris Connor and Witchcraft, a uh, song written by Caroline Lee and Cy Coleman. Uh, that was released on Atlantic in 1959, but uh, my British copy is on the London label. And uh, next up, we've got trumpeter Clifford Brown, was born on this very day, 1930. Uh, and I'm playing a track called Cherokee that was uh, written by Ray Noble, recorded in February 1955. And it features Max Roach on drums, Harold Land on tenor, Richie Powell, who was a younger brother of Bud Powell, uh, on piano, uh, George Morrow on bass. And uh, 
sadly, one year after this, at the age of 25, he was uh, killed in a car crash, along with uh, Richie Powell and his wife. Uh, but he did uh, leave behind a, a great legacy of recordings, and uh, this track in particular is one of my favourites of his. So uh, this is uh, Cherokee by Clifford Brown.
I'm a real fast liver and a trouble giver. I'm a whiskey taster and a money waster. And the old folks say I won't live long, but I'll die happy. Well, I'm a good time lover living undercover. I'm a real low raider and an aggravator. And I know I won't always be strong, but I'll die happy. So when they plant my body neath the sun, please don't take it so hard. Cause while I'm copping that eternal nod, I'll be the happiest cat in the graveyard. Well, I'm a loud noise maker and a belly shaker. I'm a goofball user and a chick abuser. And I can't live right for living wrong, but I'll die happy. So when they plant my body neath the sod, please don't take it so hard. Cause while I'm copping that eternal nod, I'll be the happiest cat in the graveyard. Well, I'm a loud noise maker and a belly shaker and a goofball user and a chick abuser and I can't live right for living wrong, but I'll die happy. Well, I can't live right for living wrong, but I'll die happy.
Started off there with Clifford Brown, uh, the Cherokee, and uh, then we finish. Uh, no, we follow that with uh, John Hendricks with uh, "I Wanna Die Happy," and uh, that th um, track there was by the Griffin Brothers. Uh, I played uh, Margie Day earlier doing uh, "Little Red Rooster" with them backing her, but that was them, uh, them on their own there with uh, Bud Griffin on the lead vocal. And uh, well, we're near at the end now. I've got track uh, time for one more track. So I'll just um, say a big thank you for Mark for producing the show. Very welcome. Uh, thank you all for listening. And um, we'll be back in four weeks' time. Don't forget, uh, next Saturday, uh, I've got a new show out. Uh, it's looking at uh, uh, Americana music, really, um, around about the 70s and 80s, um, mostly from the music based around Austin, Texas, uh, which uh, I was very much into at that time. So we're, we're trying this new show out as a pilot. So if you get a chance to listen, I'd appreciate that. Um, we'll finish up with Ethel Waters, who was uh, born on the October 31st, 19. 1896, uh, 126 years ago, and they're going to play uh, Jeepers Creepers as it's uh, Halloween. Um, music written by Harry Warren, uh, lyrics by Johnny Mercer. Uh, that came from the 1938 movie Going Places, and it was premiered by uh, Louis Armstrong's song and uh, nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song in 1938, but actually lost to Thanks for the Memory. But uh, this is a nice song for Halloween. So, as I say, I'll say thank you all very much for listening, and uh, we'll play out there with Ethel Waters. <laughs> weatherman says when the weatherman says it's raining you'll never hear me complaining i'm certain the sun will shine i don't care how the weather van points when the weather van points to gloomy it's gotta be sunny to me when your eyes look into mine jeepers creepers where'd you get those Jeepers creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Gosh, all oh, get up, how'd you get so little? Gosh, all oh, get up, how they hypnotize? Golly gee, when you turn those heaters on, wow, it's me, got to put my cheaters on. Jeepers creepers, where'd you get those creepers? Oh, those weepers, how the hypnotized, where did you get those eyes? Yeah.
Creepers with your big black eyes.